Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Matty Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Hey. All right, all right. We are back with another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy. How you guys doing? As always, I am joined with my brother, my co-host, Mr. Jake Bushnell. Hello. And today, we have a very special guest, a good friend of mine, Mr. Red Page from Poor Man's Change. Red, how are you, brother? Good, good. Thank you for having me on, my friend. Thank you for coming. Thank you for taking time out of your day and blessing us with your presence. Oh, man. <clears throat> this, is a, this is a really great experience and stoked to be here. Nice. How, uh, how are things with you? What's up with uh, Poor Man's Change? Anything cool happening? Uh, yeah, man. Just getting ready to uh, release a new album coming up in summer. Uh, creating some cool new sounds. Uh, in the meantime, uh, looking for great shows to, to share our music with the, all the good folks and just keep doing the thing. Right, I mean, that's, that's, that's the idea with the band, you know, hope, hope, putting out what, what you think's good and hoping people enjoy it, you know, that's all, that's all you can do. That's all it is. That's all it is. You never Absolutely. know. You never know. You know how many times I've written a song and been like, this is great, and I show the guys in my, just in my band, and they're like, this is fucking garbage, and you're like, oh. You thought this was great? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens more than not. Right. Um, so, how'd you, how'd you guys yeah, meet? I know those, you guys... Yeah, for, I just met Red today, but Duddy, you, you guys have a little bit of a history. Yeah, yeah. yeah for those back, who don't man. know, uh, Red, you know, I, I, I met Red a couple years back, uh, four years ago or so, a uh, good friend of mine, Dean. Um, we, start, we, we were starting to work together, started this company called Cutlass Brand. And right. I started, you know, going out to uh, Newport Beach, I believe it was. And, uh, yeah, it was, where Cutlass actually already had, like, a little, uh, you know, they had a little shop out there. So I would go out there and I started rapping with Dean about how I can jump in with this and, and we can start, we could start working together and red would be there, you know, in the back working on the computer and uh, learning the ropes. Dude. Yeah. Learning the ropes, you know, <laughs> doing the, the thing. And, you know, he's been, you know, on along with us on the ride, the cutlass ride the whole time. Um, he's, designed many of the the cool designs for cutlass for us he does the bloody duddy every year for those of you who you know follow me and follow the cutlass you probably know what the bloody duddy is yeah and uh red does that one and thanks for everyone who's rocking those shirts i've seen them out at festivals and it's really cool to see the artwork you know on the shirts and people wearing them and enjoying them yeah you know i could i think it's without doubt our best-selling shirt and, and fan favorite shirt every year they, well, people look a, forward to it it's this cool series that you know you you kind of uh came up with the idea was like every halloween where you know we want to kind of come up with something new and uh to be able to share with people so it and it just went off with a hit man it's been awesome yeah man it's been awesome and every year uh that you make the design right when we post it, people just freak out, and it's awesome. It's, <laughs> you it's know what's great. funny that I just – I never even thought about this, but obviously you're a musician. You hope people are listening to your music. Every once in a while you might pull up next to a car and hear, oh, they're listening to my band if you're big enough. That's kind of crazy that as an artist – I never thought about that. You're sitting at a festival and you're just seeing your design on the backs of all these people walking it's by. A, that's got to be kind of awesome. It's a small blessing. Dude, and that's like amazing. You see it. It's just exact, exactly like you say, man. You have that that feeling. You're like, whoa. You know, there's some. There's time put in to create that. There's these ideas behind it, and then to see it come to life, and you know, people walk, uh, walking around with it. You're like, right on, man. That's amazing. You know, like, I, you, you, there's pride that goes into that. You know, yep. you're, you're very thankful that people want to. For sure. Buy that design or be a part of that, you know? And Cutlass is a great uh, great brand all, all together, uh, lifestyle-wise. And 
you know, we, we try to come with the best designs as possible, you know, and I think it's a great collaborative movement of ideas that happen mm -hmm. there that are just, you know, it's cool to be able to share for sure. That's crazy. Definitely. I mean, it's been a fun project and, uh, yeah, and I always look forward to seeing the designs you send over. Um, on the talk of you, you know, seeing people at the shows and, and stuff, you know, wearing the, the, uh, the designs that you came up with, Red also, every time, you know, the Dirty Heads are playing at a festival and Cutlass has a booth there. Red goes out there and runs the booth for like three days, you know, and that's got to be crazy because it's like, obviously, I've been to these festivals, but when I go, I play one show one night. Right. And I fucking, and I'm, and I'm not there the other days. And I'm there usually for a couple hours. You're there for three days. And Dude. not only there, like <laughs> right in the thick of it. Like, right. like you've got to probably meet some pretty interesting people. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's definitely a gathering of like really, you know, creative people, artsy people, music lovers in general, you know. And um, being there at the booth is just like ground zero, man. You know, you, we, we not only get... Uh, your fans, obviously, from your music. We get Cutlass fans that are just have been introduced to the brand uh, without the music, and then you get the the connection between the two as well, you know. And it's like totally. you, you get all these great personalities. And I think one of the coolest things is like that when we're there, you know, you're gonna see people that you've seen two, three festivals ago, mm -hmm. you know, and like I. When we were at this uh, Long Beach, uh, we oh, were at the last month. Long, yeah, last Long Beach show, yeah. right, dude. <clears throat> so we're there hanging out, and it's like, I ran into a few people. I'd come to the booth, and it's like, whoa, dude, I haven't seen you since Cali Roots, and we're like, well, that was two years ago. Yeah, you know, and you go like, That's wow. Yeah. So for somehow, like, you know, you, you made that, that connection. connection two years ago, and then you see some, you know, mm -hmm. you see them later, and you're like, whoa, dude. Great to see it, and they're wearing the new stuff. They're up to date. They're yeah. you know they're they're excited to see what's next, what's new, and uh, yeah, man, it's 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 really cool. No, man. it's cool. Yeah, sense, we oh, always actually you. Oh, Jake doesn't even know how to mute his. That's phone. my agent. Big things coming. <laughs> All right, guys, can you take it from here? I gotta I gotta take this. Oh, oh man, man. That's, that's a serious heavy. ringtone, my man. You know yeah. what? I keep it creepy <laughs> 24 <laughs> hours a day. Speaking of creepy, so I worked the merch booth not only for my band when I was on tour, and but I worked the merch booth for the Dirty Heads for a while. And here's the deal that a lot of people might not think about the merch guy. Sometimes you are the like tangible piece of that band that people can reach out and touch it's right like, i'm yep. not meeting the band but i'm at the merch <laughs> i know close. the merch guy the gatekeeper <laughs> and you're dude, like right, dude, right there <laughs> it's i almost know that you there's some straight lurkers dude because i remember yeah. there's people that come to them they're just lurking around the merch booth and they're staring and they're praying that the band guy will come out or me yeah oh man it's not I mean, most people are great, obviously, but dude, there's you know. a, there's definitely oh, yeah. a few. You get the you, I like the you get the zombies where they've just had a full day of festival and they know where like Duddy might be. Yep. yep. <laughs> they're like they'll just come over and kind of just they just kind of cruise and you're like, oh man, I've kind of seen you around here a couple times. You're doing some hot laps, you know. <laughs> and dude, it's interesting, man. It's it's you cool to see because yeah. on the, <laughs> then on the flip laps. note, you know, you get this like this. These, these really vibrant people, man, that are super stoked. And, you know, it's you, you get a mix of everything. You're, you know, you're in a place where there's so many people and, and so many different personalities, and it's it's really cool to experience all that, you know, for three yeah. days. You're no, like, I whoa. Bet. I mean, you and get you get to hear music for three days, some really great music. for Yeah, dude. Thumbs up. Yeah. Thanks, boss. No. no <laughs> I, I could imagine that there it, it has its ups and its downs, but I, I and I, I mean this in the best way possible. Uh, but I, I feel like you get to do at one of the best places ever to do this, one of my favorite pastimes, and it's just people watch. Yeah. Oh, the best. 100%. I could man. do it all day, every single day. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, you know. You're just sitting there checking out, checking out the scenery, man. And just judging. And it's the wildlife. Oh, <laughs> just there's, like, there's nothing right. better than when there's another merch booth set up next to you, and oh. that merch guy's awesome or girl, because yeah. then you got a judging partner. Oh. Sometimes, you got a panel. Sometimes the merch booth is where it's at. Yeah. Like, if there's a yeah. good crew of merch people, it's like, dude, you're partying oh, every yeah. night. It's yeah. fun. Absolutely. You know? we, uh, we play this game sometimes called My Team. And if, you, if we're just sitting there like people watching – 
and you see someone pretty, oh, you say, this. my team. Yep. Yeah. And then and everyone looks up and they find who you're talking about. And they go, damn. <laughs> so I wanted him on my team. Should have been scouting. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we usually we've set up with like uh next to the law records guys, which you know oh, yeah, you, see, you see those guys and you're like, what's up, man? Yeah. Again, there's there's like the community that start to be yep. built from just continuous shows. Yeah. You know, and you're seeing people, man, it, it's just all day three days, man. Four days sometimes. Well, it's like four days. Plus the pregame that we got to have oh, to pack right. the that's boxes, right. put right. things together, mm-hmm. make it quick, you know. So, you know, people are stoked on transactions. And, um, yeah, it's it's really cool, man. And then what happens at all, every time it seems to us is Fucking you, rains. you guys get this call <laughs> the night. Hey, guys, it's pouring rain out. Uh, you might want to get down here. All your shit's getting wet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Bunch of I wet think, cardboard boxes. Dude, yeah. I, I think that's happened, like, every – Almost every time. I think it's just one rainy day, and then it's soggy. The tent just says, you know, soggy. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, <laughs> it's a water bed for uh, three days, dude, or two, like mixed two. <laughs> just shining a light on the merch, guys. That's what we're here for. Yeah, yeah dude, shout know, out to the merch guys. You know right? what, the guys man. that are out there just. That's a hard job, though. Check that it out, is though. A job. Yeah. I will throw this out for merch guys, man. They are working all day, every day. Like yeah. when you're on the road, they are. Like it's a it's a hard job. And then the number crunch. Then now, the number crunch. They're not done yeah. when all the now, labor the daily labor's over. Yeah, and now you're done. You're on the bus, and the day's over. No, now start crunching those numbers. Yep. Right. It's a it's a fucking hard job. So um, be nice to merch. So people. be nice. You know what? Don't lurk. And because it, it makes you feel good to be nice to people. Oh. And on the subject, <laughs> the, the segue captain. Oh my god, that was so that good. was smooth, man. Icy. It's like I've done this two times before this one. Um, we're going to get into it. Feeling good with Duddy. We like to talk about things that make us feel good. And today the subject is, it's going to be live your best life and not like you're thinking, like live your best life. Don't live a life to make other people think you're cool or live to do something to try to be somebody else. Uh, You're not in competition with anybody else. You're really only in competition with yourself to be better than you were yesterday. If As long as you are better today than you were yesterday, I think that's kind of the goal, to keep taking these steps. And, and, and my brother had a great line uh, he told me today that was, impress yourself. I think most people are concerned with impressing other people, and they're doing things while they're doing things because they're thinking, if I do this, this person will think I'm cool. Or if I do this, maybe I'll get some money or I'll get this cool car or whatever it is. But it's not, if I do this, I'll be happy. If I do this, I will be happy with myself. So I think live your best life, not someone else's, and be impressed with yourself. Because if you are truly impressed with yourself, if you're living so true that you are impressed with yourself, I'm guessing everyone else around you is probably going to be impressed with you as well. Yeah. Yeah, That's 100%. We were talking yeah. yes on, on the last show about how you cannot lie to yourself. You cannot. That's kind of the recurring theme. Like, yeah, we live in Southern California, you guys. This is the land of competition. Everybody's looking at their neighbor and what they're doing or their friend on Instagram and, oh, I wish I was in Tahoe or wherever they are. And we're just trying to bring it back down to you're, you're, you're not in competition with anyone in this world. You're just you. So like Duddy said, hey, just try to be a better you today. And if you do that every day, that one thing, try to be the best you today, every day will be great. You'll be happy with yourself. And that's the goal. Happy. Yeah. Happy. That's it. true. Absolutely. At the end of the day, that's it doesn't it. matter. Everything you're doing doesn't matter if at the end of the day you're not happy. Yep. All the, you know, nothing. That's it's, it. It's just you got to think that way. So don't think about I need to get all these things so that I can be happy. No, you don't. At the end of the day, you just got to look at yourself and be like, Am I happy with myself today? With what I did today? Am I? Do I feel like I'm a little better today than I was yesterday? Yeah, and and that's probably going to make you happy with yourself, and that's going to make you be able to go and be happy and spread love to other people. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Share share that feeling and and attract the kind of people that you want around you and you know it's kind of that's radiates it absolutely radiates if you're not competing with anyone then you won't be hating on anyone you won't be concerned with anyone else you'll be concerned with yourself and you'll be a positive person and other people will pick up on that immediately yeah Yeah. 
Immediately. Immediately. I and think it also goes into the type of work that you do too. You know, mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. if in all aspects, you know, if you're if you're stoked on what you're doing, you're 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 passionate about what you're doing, <clears throat> you're you know you're putting that little extra in it that gives it you know something that it normally wouldn't have yeah, if people you were just kind of doing that. it without the the passion or the feeling of mm-hmm. like I really enjoy this, you know. So I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, one, no, sure. I, I feel you. I mean, yeah, because I, I, I think, you know, with, with, with adding on to what you're saying, it's like, and, and I think people see through that. If you're doing something for an outcome that isn't because you're passionate and you love this and it makes you happy, if you're doing right. that, like, say, for instance, if you were a, musi- a musician and you were in a band and you loved it when you were younger and now, you know, you're doing it just because it's your job, People kind of see through that, and it shows yeah. in your music even. Like older music, yeah, like some older sure. musicians. I won't name anyone. I honestly, off the top of my head, I can't even think of one. But you see it. Like the albums start to kind of lack. They're not, you know, yeah. you can just tell the performances become stale, and you're like, this is just a paycheck to you now. Everyone right. starts playing music because they love it. Yeah. Like nobody picks up the guitar for the first time and goes, it's because I'm going to be a rock star. Now that you pick it up because you like music and you want to play your favorite song. Yeah. Eventually, right. at some point, you might get good enough where you can make it your living. And that's where it can get to the point where if you don't really love being a musician, it'll show yeah. in your music. But right. you, some people never lose that first time they picked up the guitar. You just right. love playing music or baseball or whatever it is so much. I think that's the spirit of it, you know, mm-hmm. and that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of those things where, like, the spirit of whatever you're doing, if you're playing, if you're painting, um, you know, if it, it doesn't really matter. It, it's pretty... It applies pretty, really pretty to anything. To anything, yeah. Really yeah. anything. And uh, if you don't lose that spirit, <clears throat> you get that, 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 that thing about it that just is, is the magic, you know? And it, I think people gravitate towards that. And, and at the end of the day, you know, you're doing it for yourself and you're, you're sharing and yes. you're hoping that people recognize or no, actually not even that. You're just sharing and hoping there might be somebody out there listening that goes, hey, man, I like that, too. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. or with no expectation. I may be a little contradictive there but <laughs> with hoping someone looks but uh, listens. But at the same time, you know, you're doing stuff with a whole heart. You're, you're, you're doing it from that spirit of the song mm-hmm. or the spirit of the painting, you know, and. You're moving forward from there, and and just kind of with, without the expectation. I guess what I'm saying. What I was and what to you're say. saying yeah, no, too no, is, no. I guess, make sure you're writing songs that you like. Yeah. Because yeah, anyone. Yeah, some. I'm sure there's a lot of musicians that like are doing it just for a job, and honestly, that's fine because not everybody can have their dream job. A lot of that's people true. might be listening, going, "Well, hey, I'm not a musician. It's easy to say yeah. or whatever." Hey, but if right. you found your niche and you're, you know, making some good money on it, and you know, it's really not your thing, but you're like, if I don't do this, I have to go, you know do that i'm not yeah. gonna like that either right yeah so i might right. as well do this because i'm good at it and i'm making some money i get it i'm not and hating then, at you yeah right. everyone there's most people work a job they don't love or or pa- are passionate about but what you do is you find the hobby the thing right. that you are passionate about and your job supports that right yeah just just yeah. do what makes you happy well then again too to kind of like to to go back to what you're saying is just the being happy it doesn't necessarily have to be a career either yep. you know it, it's just in your day-to-day some things may be like uh and maybe like, I don't know. There's a million examples yeah. out there. Dude. <laughs> Too many. Just some some things out there that like it, your day to day little stuff. Your interaction with people. Hey, how you doing? Starting a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the meet and greets when you're leaving to and from a store. Whatever it may be. Totally. You know those are those are small things that matter as well. Absolutely. And I think accumulate to uh, you know putting the puzzle together of happiness. You no, know? you know, and it, and it's all it all comes down to like two. Guess what, Jake. Feeling good. Oh, feeling good, man. man. Enjoy on the, the subject ride. of feeling good, <laughs> with daddy, um, we're, we're going to talk about our sponsors we quick. Because uh, on this show, we have a couple sponsors, and they are all things that make me feel good. And we are going to start off with whiskey. Whiskey makes me feel good. I love whiskey. And I love this whiskey. Proper 12. If you haven't tried this, uh, go out and grab a bottle. I didn't try it till a few days ago. It was the first time I tried it, and I was so surprised. It's so good. It goes down so easy. It's, it's actually kind of scary how easy it is to take a shot of it, and I'm going to prove that by taking a shot of it. Jake, while you pour those, I will continue the sponsor talk. Uh, next, Koi. Koi CBD. 
I don't know if you've tried CBD products or not. I think a lot of people have a misconception about CBD and they think they might get high. They think, oh, it's it's weed. You know, it, it, it comes from the hemp plant and it, it is all, all natural and it is... There's no psychoactive effects from it. You will not get high from this, but you will ha get help with pain relief, inflammation, and my favorite part of it is it's a mood enhancer for me. And uh, I, it doesn't make me tired at all, but it definitely relaxes me and takes a little bit of stress off and edge off the day. I use it every single morning, like coffee now. I, I wake up, water, a little bit of CBD. I'm going to take some right now. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I go about my day, and it feels great. KoiCBD.com. Go there right now. Check out all the cool products they have. And you go and you type in code DuddyB at checkout. Yeah, 20% off. Right then and there, boom, can't beat it. And it's delicious. Um, yeah, KoiCBD.com. Check it out. And then next, last but not least, we have Sticky Vapes, another product I use daily. I always have one on one of these on me. I'm a busy guy. And if you know me, you know I like to get high. But I can't be running around all day just smelling like pot, like, you know, blasting bong tokes. Uh, he does. I, I but do still yeah, sometimes. Not but saying... my point is this is great because it's small. Take a couple hits of it. There's not a lot of smoke flying around, and I don't smell like it, and it's great, and, and I don't have to make a big deal about smoking. So stickyvape.com, check them out. Great product, great people. Let's take this shot. I took a sticky vape into a movie theater and just <laughs> blast it out. Dude, nobody said a word. Cinematic adventure. I enjoy it. It enhanced the adventure, no doubt. Red, are you in? Well played. Oh, you, okay. <clears throat> the man's got to drive a bike. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Daddy. Cheers, Bing. You. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, so moving along. Uh, I, I know you guys have played South by Southwest. Yes, sir. We have played South by Southwest. What a crazy little, like, situation that is. Like, you roll into town and you're like, whoa. Dude. You're not going to find a parking spot in, within no. three miles. No. And there is a band playing within every 20 feet. Yep. And I might be even a little off. It might be like every 10 feet. Close. It seems like there's a band playing. How was your experience with that? Dude, that was a lifetime. Like, it was on the bucket list of shit to do, you know? And going down. It, first, you got to kick it from the ride from here to Texas. Cause I don't know, I don't know ride. how you did it, dude. But we we legged it in the Ford Econoline 350 oh, yeah. mint condition yeah. 2000. You know, just woo dude, from here same. to there. For those of you that don't know, California to to tech. I mean, it is just desert the whole. How many hours? Uh, 27. 27. I, I done it. We did yeah. this straight. Like we cool. had left at one point. Well, I, I'll get to that, but just the, <laughs> yeah. the the leg, the journey, man, oh, from here heavy. to there is like you got some time. You got some time. Yeah. Is it and just me, or does it seem like you can drive through Texas for three days? Oh yeah, yeah dude. It is huge. It is huge. And just to get to uh, El Paso, and I'm I'm not 100 percent sure on this, but I. From, like, where we're situated and located, from here to, like, El Paso is, like, if you kind of do the finger on the mark uh, on the map thing where you, like, put one here, put one here, it's almost like you just made it to the edge of Texas, but then that's the same amount of time to get to the center of Texas, dude. You're like... That's a big. That's a big it's state. It's, it's huge. Yeah. It's humongous. And mm -hmm. I think it's like a no tolerance state. So you're not even puffing tough in the van. You're no, like paranoid no. driving yep. through Texas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I we mean, had gone through time. that. They had the dogs out and everything. Yeah. We just rolled through a little checkpoint somewhere. It, and you're already. I think you were already in Texas at that point. Yeah. And it was kind of like. Well, aren't we already in Texas? Okay, here, here's another. Just to make sure, so you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you were all no. good. They'll no, sniff we, you down. You go to Texas. Yeah, You'll we sniff. Definitely, like certain tech checkpoints going into tex Texas. We know uh, as a band, like we usually kind of get rid of a lot of yeah, those stuff yeah, before we off, go right? there. Right. I've heard nightmare stories from yep. from good friends of mine of just getting rolled for like. For pretty much what you would think, like a little bit of pot and some bongs and things, right. like would have a bad nothing crazy, you know? <laughs> nothing crazy, just just like your normal fucking people smoking pot stuff right. and getting right. rolled like hard. Yeah, man. Tour yeah. over. Yeah. You know? yeah. So we uh, 
we played South by Southwest. We did it like that. And same with you. I mean, this was a long time ago. And we did it. Same thing. We drove our van out there. And it yeah. was the endless drive. And we got there. And it was funny. Uh, and if anyone knows our my manager, Cheese, and if you heard episode one, this will make fucking perfect sense to you uh he's uh, he gets there before us and he's like hey i'm here and i i actually uh talked to the hooters and they're saving you guys a spot in the parking lot and i'm here they even saved me a spot for my camper in the parking lot and i'm going to be waiting for you guys here nice so, talk about a solid location uh, right. yeah. so uh, he, so he we, rolled in and he's like this in, is the spot cool man we fucking pull in the hooters and park our, our van and trailer and we roll in and he has a buffet of food uh, set up for us. And if you've ever so been to cool. Hooters, it was just a golden table. Every <laughs> single thing was fried. It was a table of gold. Yeah, they got eats there, dude. Texas don't play, man. They got yeah. some solid food. Uh, I It was in the, what is it, Torchy's Tacos? And I, I'm, ooh, man, that spot, we ate there like three consecutive days just to try to go through nice. the menu. Yeah. Cause trying to hit everything Torchy's oh, had. I've never had it. So I think is that, more like a, is that more like a Tex-Mex? No, dude. It's no? just like they make these really great tacos and they'll like, I don't know. There's so many hybrids, <laughs> dude. You just kind of like, you know, they have this wild menu that is and their, their food is just flavorful. And uh, even in El Paso, that's probably where I had the best Tex-Mex, dude. When you Whoa, went down yeah. there, you're oh, like, El Paso's got good Ooh, food. Man. Yeah. You want to eat, you know. You're just on the border. Well, because you get used to food around here, yeah. you know, and you're like, okay, yeah. cool. And then you, you, you just kind of go, you make your way down there, and then you go yeah. into, into El Paso. Like, so, Dude, this place is great. Mm-hmm. So now this is like, okay, I put that on the map for next time we, because we went, we went twice. So it was like, the okay. first one was the cool learning experience, driving from here to there. We get into, uh, get into Texas, and we had, kind of last minute it kind of thing so we had like two or no we had three shows booked the first time we went and we go out there and we and we play the first show play the second during the second some somebody like recommended us to the spar so we started like after we played we bar hopped and we were like okay let's go check out you know the downtown sixth street so on and so forth and uh we end up going to party at i think rustic tap so we we end up cruising the rustic tap and they're like hey, they're like hey man can we play? <laughs> and they're Their like, shit was set up already. Can we just play on that. They're like, yeah, yeah they're, you know you know how it goes. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's the door to door and, and yep. um, they're like yeah man for sure come back tomorrow at like are you for real? They're like yeah man just come on back. So you're, anyhow we end up cruising back the next day. Got that show. They liked us and they're like hey man you should try over here. So we. Walked over there after, tried that. So we ended up filling the whole, uh, the whole like time we were there. It was like five days. That's beautiful. Back to back shows, but then the cool thing is, was we had met a few people. So the following year, we did the pregame. We're like, okay, cool. We got this. We now we got a rhythm here, mm-hmm. man. This mm-hmm. is cool, right? So we end up calling out a few people, sending out the emails, doing the whole night, and and the next time we rode down there, it was epic, dude, because. It was back-to-back shows, and I'm not sure with your experience, but uh, we would play at, like, 12 o'clock, and then you're set, you know, we do 45 an hour, right? Yeah. Well, that's loading it in. Oh, and like yeah. you said, with parking, there ain't no fucking ain't no place parking. to park, dude. No, no. And we had the, we had the van, yeah. and we ended up finding this, like, great little Airbnb to stay at, but it was still inside the, like, city. Yeah. So... We couldn't park the van in the parking structure. So oh. now we're going to Home Depot to padlock the motherfucker so nobody's crowbarring it open. Terrifying. It, you know, because all your gear's in there, it's right? Your whole life is right there. Yeah, absolutely. You and know, that's a thing. It like, is. People's dude. trailers oh, just happen. Yeah, dude. It's oh. happened to I probably like eight bands that I know. Yep, it's right. like it's an epidemic. I, dude, it's dude. always a sad moment when you when you they fire that, you know that email or that, the, the the post oh, and you're like, damn, oh. dude. You know, yep. heartfelt guitars are in there, that man. Happened to you guys. Like, oh, yeah, that happened to you guys. Our trailer got stolen from your p- underneath our my house. window no at home. Way. Yeah. The band we were off tour. The trailer was parked underneath my window. I wake up the next morning and I look outside. I'm like, something right. I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait what? Rolled Gone. it out, dude. Rolled it out underneath my underneath me. Oh no, heavy. Yeah, dude. 
So yeah. sorry to interrupt yeah. you. No, man, no. I'll just, just take a moment for that. Feeling good hey, with returning <laughs> shit. If you hear if you hear this podcast, bring that band gear back, dude. My man wants to fire it back up. The cops found it two years later. Did they? Straight yeah, hey, up, you know dude. What? The bass up, amp man. was gone, but we got our merch back. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Too cool, man. Oh. Well, yeah, and the, you go, you know, you're trying to find a place to park, so then... Uh, I, I kind of got a little mixed up there, but we, <laughs> to get back to the show, anyhow, we ended up doing, we we had booked it out to where we were doing back-to-back. So we started doing, you'd load in at 12, right? Got to figure out how to, you're parking in the middle of the street, somebody's out there, flashers on, all the crews fucking hucking gear into the, into the venue. You set up, you play, 45 minutes later, you tear down, and then it's all back in the fucking van. Oh, yeah. And then you're trucking you know, maybe quarter of a mile, yeah. if that. A couple blocks. A couple blocks. Yeah. But that couple blocks is oh, a serious nightmare. deal, right? The worst. Nightmare. To the next venue, setting up, playing, setting up, playing. And this happens for, you know, it's a grind, man. It's a you grind. know, it's the, it's the it's marathon, the marathon, you know. Dude, much like we Thank shined you know. a light on the merch guys earlier in the show, this yeah. is another unseen part of the music experience yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and this kind of even ties back into just living your best life because everything you see on instagram is the band on stage mid jump bass out tongue out ah, <laughs> yeah. right? you didn't fucking think about it so oh, four dude. and a half hours dude nightmare yeah. shit we dude we, we had played that particular time we played the rustic tap again we went and seen them so shout out to there they have this rad sticker that says where the fuck is rustic tap nice <laughs> uh so we apparently played, it's in Austin. It, yeah. yeah. So just so everyone, you knows, fucked right? up the sticker now, but it's, <laughs> oh, a, <yeah. laughs> it's an honor. Heard the show. Uh, so we played the rustic tap, and then we we again threw everything back in the van, and then we were playing at the top of the Westin Hotel. So it's kind of tight. It's really That's cool, God. but it's thirty <laughs> stories up. Here's the oh, fucking other part you don't right. know about. Yes, so the show. how did the gear get up there? Dude. Yeah. The coolest thing was is so we we end up parking. We throw the stuff back in the gear, uh, the gear back in the van, and then we end up going to the West End. We park across the street, all hands on deck, everyone's out, you know, pulling the gear out. They take us to the service elevator, and dude, literally, we packed whatever was in the back of the van, got fit into the service elevator, mm-hmm. ding, rooftop, and this place was was. It was a great place to fucking play, dude. Yeah, you're at I the bet. top of the West End. Sunsets hitting, oh, dude. I bet that oh, view pool was parties awesome. happening. Beer's flowing, music's pumping. It was a, it was a, you know, then again, too, let's get back to that, like, gotta love what you do, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you gotta do the busy work, you know, sometimes to get that, that paycheck, you know, that personal paycheck yep. of like, dude, I'm here playing and this is a really cool thing. So I had to move some amps. I had to, you know, do some heavy lifting and all that stuff, you know. Along Sometimes the way. you gotta do it, man. So you got you gotta love what you do. It's you all worth it for that forty five minutes. Oh, when man. it's set up, yeah, it is. Holy shit! It's like an MMA fighter says, like all the time training sucks ass. Just right. so you can have that moment of glory at the end when yeah. you get to fight. Yeah, everything else sucks, you know. And that's the a lot of music industry is tough, hard work. But that right. time on stage, usually is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And then you know. You've experienced that so many times. Oh, how, yeah. how does that like? How has that progression been for you? Like, because you you've started from where I'm at, you know yeah. what we're doing, you know just the, the grassroots, the, the, the normal grind of playing as many shows, <clears throat> building fan base, so on and so forth. You know what? It's like a a long. It's like a long road, but there's so many steps along the way, and each step is like a full on like. A, accomplishment yeah and when you do reach that you get this moment of like oh man this is amazing i've been wanting this for so long but right when you get that you realize but i'm still so far away ah. i'm proud right of right. myself but i'm not where i want to be right. so then you keep going and you hit that next spot where you're because that's where you want to be you're thinking right. that and right. then you get there and you're like i'm doing it i'm where i wanted to be and then like two days later you're like I'm happy and I'm proud of myself, yep. but I'm not where I want to fucking be. Right. You know, and it's like, so it's like almost a long road of the same feelings, but it's a great feeling because I love what I'm doing, you know? And yeah. I do know that when it comes to music, 
I give it everything I have 100%. because I love music so much and I respect music so much for what it does for this world, really. Yeah. I mean, people, it is their and, – and not for everyone, but for right. a lot of people, it's like they're everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I'm feeling really bombed and alone and depressed. Like I know what song and what album I'm listening to. Right. And that's for most people. Or I'm going on vacation. I know exactly what album I'm listening to. Right. And then also to hear a song you haven't heard in a long time. And it brings you back to like this memory, memory. and this moment from when you, yeah. and it makes you feel so good, you know? And it's like, and, and there's not a lot of things in this world that are just such a natural just thing that just happened and it's like now it's just kind of it's huge it's yeah. huge and i love it and i think that's why i'm able to do it this long and continue to want to be better at it because i fucking love it dude that's a super inspiring man it's, yeah. it's great like the passion that's there and yeah man incredible and thank you i'm getting lots of words of yeah. wisdom no, here man. man yeah i mean in the mix because, like, I mean, we literally talked about it. I mean, if at the end of the day, if you're not happy with yourself, right. then you're not going to fucking be happy. You're going to go out and be bummed, and it's like you got to do what you love. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I honestly, like, I feel blessed every day that I get to do what I love. Yes. And the thing that I love doing makes other people feel good and be happy. And it's just like that's like double win, you know? Dude, and it inspires. I mean, even being at the Cutlass booth and hanging out and just, like, Dude, we've had we have fans that come up, you know, obviously, and yeah. you know many of them. And they're oh, like, honestly, some every... of the fans we have, I feel like are my friend, like a lot of them, because I see oh, them dude. so much. I see them everywhere, and it's like, hey, what's up? You know? Like, yeah, man. Yeah. You guys have a unique fan base. It's almost a, like a best. Grateful Dead style thing, where the, it's a lifestyle yeah. to be a Dirty Heads yeah, fan. It's absolutely. not just I dig their songs. Yeah. It's like, oh no, I dress, I yeah. act, I feel. Yeah. So it's a vibe that you're putting. Yeah, out. and that being said, if you're a big Dirty Heads fan and you want to go be around a cool community of Dirty Heads, go check out the Wicked and Wiley on Facebook. Yeah, it's it's they made. We didn't do this. We had nothing to do with this. They made their own fan page and they called it the Wicked and Wiley, and they built this amazing community that's gone so much further than just a community that talks about the Dirty Heads. They help each other mm -hmm. out. Like, they're yeah. family. They built this huge family kind of based around the Dirty Heads, but it's way bigger than that now. So if you're out yeah. there and you're a Dirty Heads fan and you're listening to this and you're looking for somewhere to go and, like, uh, hang out with some like-minded people, go check out the Wicked and Wiley on Facebook. It's a pretty cool spot. Yes. Yeah, and I've had the pleasure of meeting a few, you know, a few of, of the Wicked and Wiley men, and they're just, like, super inviting conversation-wise. You know, you, it's, like you said, like-minded people, great yeah. great community of, mm -hmm. of people that enjoy music, and super positive, man. They, super they come, positive. They're always at, at almost, they're at every show, and, you know, I always meet, actually, a new one somewhere at, if I'm at oh, the booth. Oh, it's growing rapidly. Or, yeah, and then, you, you know, you're at the, you're, you're on the, on the, on the break time, grabbing a little bite to eat, and you're like, hey, what's up? You're in line, okay, I'm gonna grab a burger and a beer. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's cool, man, it's cool. But uh, with the South by Southwest stuff, man, is, is like you're saying, bands firing off every day, the experience of being on stage, man, there's nothing like that. There's you know? nothing. I, I had a special experience at South by Southwest. We, uh, we played South by Southwest when I told you we drove the van that we did that, and I mean, Literally, we didn't hustle like you guys and go get ourselves extra shows because we're fucking lazy. But same thing, like it was like back to back couple shows, and, and and each day we were there like two days, and I think like each day we had like three shows, you know. And it was like crazy, it was insane. And like the first shows at noon, and the last shows at like two in the morning. You know, Just you're like, okay, yeah, I'm playing at two in the morning tonight. And for people that don't know, South by Southwest, it's big bands will play at like a bar. There, right? Well, at this right, time we yeah. weren't really a big band. We were oh, okay. still like on. We were still like on the hustle, you know. And Even we were playing. So, it'll yeah. be like Red Hot Chili right. Peppers are at like a hundred yeah, person totally. bar. Yeah, That's totally. South by Southwest. Yeah. But the, the, so we were doing three shows a day. It's a huge platform, right. and like everyone's invited. Mm -hmm. And like he was saying, every every ten feet, every twenty five oh, feet, because these bars are are back to back on certain places. It's crazy, and you. You hear some of the most talented oh, people. Oh, yeah. Dude, we were just cruising, and you'd see uh, uh, there was this dude that was just on the street. I mean, like, street musician performers, dude. And I'm like, you know, you stroll by, and you're like, he's out there just going to town. And you go, mm -hmm. fuck, dude, you know. The Why best, aren't you on stage? The best guitar player right you've now, ever seen you know, like, is a hobo in, oh my God, in Austin. Sure. Yeah, like, straight up, yeah. on the corner, just 
Yeah. Ripping. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Ripping. They, they're they're no joke. No, yeah, it's it's true. It's totally true. But I actually, on a side note, I totally forgot about this because I was going to go into another story about South by Southwest. But <laughs> when we did play there, so randomly, at that time, somewhere near then, like right before then, we had done a tour with Mishka and... First off, what an amazing group of fucking people, like the nicest camp ever. And we had such a good time with them and we're still in contact with some of them to this day. Um, but their manager was uh, Matthew McConaughey, right? <laughs> so just randomly because, uh, God. No way, I, dude. I'm going to uh -huh. say the wrong place, but... Ah, whatever. Mishka grew up somewhere <laughs> yeah. along the oh. lines of like Cancun or something like that. You it know? was it, like the... Virgin Bahamas, Island. yes, the it Bahamas, was like the Bahamas somewhere. or something yes. like that. Like that's where he lived, and it was something where he would every day play acoustically at this uh, cool resort or whatever. And and Matthew McConaughey happened to hear him and was like, "I'm gonna fucking start a record we're label and manage you." And he did. And so he put this grand tour, and they were great. That's and cool, so man. you know, long story short, we're we're at South by Southwest, and we run into some of the guys from Mishka, and and they're like, "Hey, Matthew McConaughey's." coming out and hanging out tonight. You want to come with us? Well, fucking, of course yeah. I do. And no. He's just brainer, the, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was just the nicest, coolest, normal dude. It, honestly, it just felt like instant, like you're just hanging out with one of your boys and then everywhere was closing down and, you know, he goes upstairs to this bar that has this cool roof bar and he's up there for about maybe one second and he comes down and goes, oh yeah, they're going to keep it open for me, you know? <laughs> and we go up there and they closed it, everything down but left it open for us and it was just like 10 of us and we got to hang out on this rooftop in the middle of South by Southwest oh, and just yeah. hang out with Matthew McConaughey and like smoke joints and drink with him and Jared had him uh, one of his Jared's favorite movies and one of mine too I love it is fucking Rain of Fire right. you guys seen that it's such a great movie oh, dude, Christian the, the Bale Matt Dragons. McConaughey yeah, Dragon yeah, 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 yeah never heard of it great movie. if you've never seen <laughs> never Rain of Fire go check out Rain of Fire it's great but he Jared by the end of the night had Matthew McConaughey like in full character from that. What was his name in that? Oh, it was no, some cool. Know, but it was him versus Bale and they were both just psychotic. And yeah, it was awesome. Great movie. So yeah, that was a South by Southwest super fucking fun story. But I had one other one and we weren't even playing and this is one of those things that just sometimes spur the moment some crazy shit happens and you're involved. And uh, I, I was hanging out with Cheese again, our manager, and at this time they were, he, he was doing something with that watch company Vestal. Mm -hmm. And it was out of nowhere and it was like, he hit up me and Jared, and he's like, hey, tomorrow I'm um, flying in Vestal's private jet to, to Austin, and we're just going to hang out for the day and and just walk around South by Southwest and do the thing and party, and then we're going to fly home that night on the private jet. You guys want to come? We're like, fuck it, we're in. So we go to South by Southwest. It's our Oh, it was because it was Cheese's birthday. That's right. So we were going out there to do this for Cheese's birthday, and, uh, and we go, and obviously, you know, Private Jet, that was super fun. We're, we're partying on there, and we get there. And we go see uh, a couple bands, and then we take Cheese to, like, the boot barn or whatever it was, some boot place there. <laughs> and we bought him. And at this time, we didn't even have much money. And we, like, pulled out, like, the band card and bought him, like, $1,500 white snakeskin boots. <laughs> yeah, you know, and he puts them on. He puts these white snakeskin boots on. And we go straight from there across the way. There was this big open dirt field. And there was a band playing. And it was kind of cool, you know. We're like, let's go watch this band. And it was, like, uh, the, like the Towers of London was the name of the band. And... um they're playing, and the singer jumps off the stage, and he's walking through the crowd doing his thing, and they're like a punk, like, rock band, like super punk rock, you know? Yeah. And he's out there doing his fucking thing, and and he walks, like, through, we're, like, in the, kind of the back middle, just standing there, and he walks, like, right up to us, and Jared's standing there next to me, and he fucking, like, hits Jared's hat off of his head and then hits Jared's drink out of his hand. No way. And I don't know what he was thinking, but where and it's me, Jared and Cheese and our two buddies from Vestal who are not small guys and where we come from, if you knock my hat off my head and knock yeah, the drink out of my yeah. hand, that means you want to fight me. Whew. So what does Jared do? He fucking hits the guy right in the face. Yeah. And, and the whole band jumps off the stage. The show stops. They all run out. Their crew, obviously, the people from their merch, they all rush us. And we get into a full fucking brawl 
with no like eight way. people in the middle of it, and it's like we're in a mosh pit circle, yeah. brawling the fucking band, <laughs> and we kind of beat the fuck out of these guys because. We're not small guys, and right. we're not afraid to fucking fight. Right. So we were like, let's go. And we're also not guys who were mad. So we fought for a little bit, and they were actually cool guys. So we all got up and broke up and security and everything. And they and we were like, yo, what the fuck, you know? Like, yeah. They were like, why'd you punch our singer? And we're like, well, duh, he hit his hat off and knocked his drink out. Them's are fighting words. Right, right. So we kind of squashed it instantly. <laughs> we ended up going backstage with them right after that and having beers <laughs> and like hanging out and like laughing about it. Like it was, so it ended up being funny. And then from there, <laughs> we went to uh, the last thing I remember from this day is then we go to a strip club and I am like barely holding in, not throwing up. You know what I mean? Like oh. I th- I'm like, I think I'm like 24 or something, you know, like, and, and I'm, just hammered and I'm literally on the verge of throwing up and I'm sitting there and this girl comes and sits on my lap and she starts to give me a lap dance and I'm like whoa no and she and and she's just like yeah I bought you that I bought you that (laughs) and I was in my head just going I'm gonna throw up on her so I literally had to mid lap dance I picked her up and just pushed her on away and got up and I started walking to where I thought the bathroom was and the bathroom was not there and then I realized <laughs> it and I turned around and I just remember just being like I don't know where the ba-, and I just threw up fucking right there in the middle of, of the, the floor of the strip club, strip club that's yeah. kind of the last thing I remember <laughs> from that day and I, I woke up at home I woke up at home. <laughs> That's yeah. one of the most horrifying moments in life when you have to piss or you have to throw up and you think you found the bathroom and then you realize because once you yeah, think you yeah. found the bathroom, like, your body cool, says, Oh yeah, yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. And then it's not and it's it's, it's over. too late. You are it's too late. Late. you're on the it's clock. Too late. That's over. Yeah. 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 So, Damn. I, I heard wild, I dude. knew the boot part of that story because yeah. I remember I did not know the rest of that. Oh yeah. That's insane. There was actually for a long time there there was like two videos online of the whole thing and they took it like i got they're not there anymore someone had it taken down because we've looked for it in like other little interviews this has come up and during it we've like tried to find it towers of london said towers of london yeah yeah Um, (laughs) now they would have left it it sounds like sounds like yeah they were all right guys yeah they weren't even bad dudes (laughs) you know what i can respect nothing more than a little scuffle and you get back up and you're like you know what we're all good. Sorry, man. Yeah. We're well, I shouldn't have hit your hat. You shouldn't have hit the fucking hat. You shouldn't have hit the 6'3 dude's hat off. Like, <laughs> you know, like, Jared's not a small guy. So, <laughs> live your best life. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, Feeling so good. good. Life right Feeling there. good with Dunny. You know what makes me feel good? <laughs> fucking punching people. No. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. It makes me feel bad. Wow. But, uh, so, on this show, we always have, we do a segment, and it's called uh, One Time at Band Camp. You got something for us? Oh, and this one time at band camp? Nice intro. That's the real deal. (laughs) I like how we never warn anyone that there's going to be. Duddy goes, hey, you got anything? And it's always someone's about to talk, and then, (laughs) you know, shit happens. And and we're we're going to play that one time. Yeah, we're going to do that, and the guy's going to be like, no, I don't. What was that? So, um, I, you know what? I don't think we're ever going to tell anyone because I love to see people's reaction. They're always like, whoa, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, right there. <laughs> it happened. I should tell that. It. To keep with the positive vibe, he complimented the, the little thing. Well, so, anyway. Bank camp, yeah. huh? Uh, let's see. So anything like what? Music, anything. anything. Music Literally related? anything in particular. Uh Something funny, something weird, something crazy, something, something scary. scary. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. don't even care. Just anything. Uh, it doesn't even see. have to be about being like on the road or anything, but just something that stands out to you from fucking anything. Yeah, I got I got the road story. I think uh, it was another time we ended up hopping in that in that uh, a condo line and we we're doing a, a tour up to Colorado. So love Colorado. Great place. I'd visited my cousin there previously because he was going to Boulder State. Mm-hmm. So I spent like two weeks there. I'm like, man, this town is great. We got to come over here and play, mm-hmm. you know? So figured out how to make all that happen. And we end up going, okay, cool. We're going to Colorado. And, and the deal is here is we're going to go like from here into Boulder. We're going to go down into Colorado, uh, into Denver. And then we're going to move our way down to like Colorado Springs. Just try to hit some shows along the way. And so everything, like all systems go, right? So my fucking bass player, Birdman, he's like, I'm going to fly over there and... I'll meet you there. So now it's just me, my guitar player and drummer and my cousin at the time. And he's like, 
you're going back to Colorado, free ride, dude. I'm rolling with you. Let's go. He's no longer your cousin? No, it's my cousin Thundercat, dude. He's the man. Oh, he's still here. <laughs> my cousin he's at out the there time. Fucking, he, was, he, was, he was driving, dude. <laughs> oh, we since broke up. He was my cousin at the time. Wait, wait, no. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Thundercat? Everyone's got a cool nickname, dude. That's the coolest nickname. We were nickname. just going to go right past that. Like you didn't, Mike, that was my cousin Thundercat. Yeah. yeah. call him Thundercat. That's dude. a good name. Oh, that's yeah, a man. good one. He, nicknames, man. I think it just kind of runs in the family. Yeah, I got stuck with Duddy at a young age, and <laughs> I fucking never left. Was that just gifted or like? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was my mom. I, I, I think it was yeah, just like a little name that my mom would call me, and like it just fucking stuck. Fun to say. Hey, man, you know you don't you don't pick the nickname. They just start calling you one day, and it sticks, right? Yep. Uh, So yeah. Anyways, we're like, cool, man. He's we're driving, we're taking shifts, we're 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 cruising from here uh, to Colorado. That's the that's the goal. So we uh, hop in the van, start making our way. We get into Utah, and uh, it's like, man, pull over, dude. We gotta fucking get out of this van for a while. It smells like fucking farts and beer. You know? You're you're packed into a, a fucking a Connell line with four dudes, you know, yeah. on a road trip. You're like, man, this is getting crusty. Pull over. We're gonna hose off and, uh, you know, fill up on good stuff and fucking roll out. Doritos, Doritos, Doritos road <laughs> snacks, road sodas, whatever, yeah. you know. So anyhow, we get into like Utah, and my guitar player at the time was like it was his turn to drive so we pull out of the fucking gas station and we go to get on the freeway and i'm like i hop back in the van hit the back seat and like just fucking started to pass out because i'd been driving right yeah and so getting ready just like just ready to fall asleep dude he hops on the on the we we, we must have turned the corner to get up on the honor ramp and all of a sudden you're boom I'm like, whoa, what, whoa, what's up? What just happened, dude? You know? Uh, so I go, dude, flip it around, just kind of back down safely and, and, and fucking go back to the gas station. We'll see, you know, we can pop the hood there and see what's up. At least we're by, you know, phone or whatever. We need At least to, we're by know. a gas station. We're by a gas station, mm-hmm. right? So we end up cruising back, and sure enough, there was this fucking, uh, like, little mechanic shop above the gas station. So I'm like, great, Perfect. fucking meant to be, dude. Roll, let's roll it up there and see what they got going on. So sure enough, we we roll up, pop, 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 and I and I thought it was a head gasket, you know, like uh, for some reason the sound that I was making, I'm like, this kind of seems similar. Maybe it's it's just as simple as changing the gasket. We're up back on the road. Yeah, shit's gonna happen, right? So we pull up to the fucking uh, the mechanic shop, and the guy like greets us outside. So it's like, cool, man, and he's like, <laughs> yep. You blew a spark plug right out of the fucking cylinder, or the you know I'm mechanically not yeah. you know, describing this correct. Yeah. But anyways, the fucking the spark plug blew up. We just the back spark plug is gone now, so it's making this compression <laughs> sound, dude, of like like a jackhammer, like right? Yeah. So he go, I go, dude, we're we're a long way from home, obviously. Uh, all the gears in the back. What do we do here? You know. We gotta like tow this motherfucker back or rent a U-Haul, sell it to somebody here. <laughs> yeah, what are like, we doing? And he's like, just live here. What he's do we do? like, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know how long this thing's gonna run because you now you're running on seven cylinders, Ugh. you know. And he, we're like, disconnect the injector so no fuel goes into the motor. Maybe like you're gonna, it's gonna be loud. Run it till it stops running. And it was like the band decision, like. Are we gonna charge, boys? Is this gonna happen? You know. So Ugh. they're like, if you can make it from here to Junction, Colorado, which was fucking four hundred miles away, like there's a Ford dealership over there, and they might be able to take care of this shit oh, for you, right? Because you had to retap the spark plug. Oh yeah, yeah. So sure enough, dude, we're like, thumbs up, let's go. Fucking hop on the road, and we hop on hop on the highway. We're trucking. Oh no. And it's fucking, <laughs> the whole. and it's fucking loud, dude. The radio's turned up as uh, loud as it can go, but you can still hear it, you know? Every car that's next Mind to you, you guys. We're just, still, we're, <laughs> dude, dude. We're, we're still far away from Colorado. We get like kind of down the road and now I'm driving and I look at the fucking gas tank and uh, they forgot to put gas oh, in the fucking no. van, dude. Couldn't believe it. 
last exit before we like we're because there's a median on and you cannot do a fucking u-turn and so there was a uh, little gas station sign and it was on the exit that we were coming up on so i was like here we go we, we got no choice you know we're, it's because <laughs> yeah. we can't make it back to the gas station no. we came from and it's god's country out there man it's no cell phones nothing you know like some some of those parts mm-hmm. so we pull off and and uh we make the left we go down this fucking two-lane road and we're in utah somewhere in you know and all to the left it's a two-lane road it's it's those beautiful big you know mountains and stuff but there's nothing out there and i'm like we're like fuck dude where's this gas station at sure enough dude so we're trucking down the fucking road. Oh, man. Do we turn back? Do we keep going? Yeah, it was the uh, hills the have eyes, thing. dude. Like, the whole thing. It was one of those moments where uh, you're like, fuck, oh, man, hey, this might not be this good is getting here, real. Bands yeah. get into these moments, too, man. You're in the hills yeah, sometimes. You're, you're in the, the shit, the dude. Fuck? So yeah. you, 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 we cruise up, and sure enough, we like crest this little hill, and there's a fucking town, man. And it's a, it's a small town. And it's one of those like post office, gas station, little liquor store nothing that's it like other roads and it's like there's one pump and we pulled up to that one pump on that fucking gas station and we're like Whew, we made it sigh of relief right mind you we've been yeah. all the way fucking <laughs> down the road and so they come on they go oh man this place uh we go we need to fill up the van they go cool so they go pump the gas man no worries and then we'll tell we'll tell you what what you owe us. I'm like, this is really cool. This actually happened. Yeah. Holy shit. So we go pump the gas. Fuck it. Now we got to make it to Junction, Colorado. Say our thank yous. She's like, you can go down the back road and, and cut the highway and go this. And you can't see that oh, face right there. Dude. The it was the same thing. It was oh. like, oh, I don't know about that. I've seen this movie. Backtracker. Do we, do we flip do we... the coin, dude? You know? So yeah. we end up getting, making our way back to the highway. We make it to fucking Junction, Colorado, pull into an auto zone, because from there, we've done some research on how to fucking fix the thing. So we're like, ah, oh, dude, we got this, right? Yeah. Go into AutoZone. They don't have the right tools. Fucking put on over to Ford. They go like, how is this thing still running? And we're like, I don't know. <laughs> They're like, we can't fix it here. It's, it's uh, uh. something that we don't have. We can't take care of it. So what do you guys want to do? And it's like, we're going to fucking Boulder, dude. We're, gonna, we're making it to fucking Boulder by tonight. So we rode that fucking, we took that van, <laughs> and we fucking trucked all the way Boulder. So now we get into, like, the base of, uh, you have to we're, not, we're not even Boulder. in college. Yes, we're going oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. So my cousin fucking, he's like, I know this place, man. Give me the, I'll, I'm driving from here. And you're like, all right, dude, take the wheel, man. And this is uh, Thundercat. Thundercat, dude. Yeah, so he's like, he hops, he hops behind the wheel. Now we're fucking putting up the backside of the Rockies. Just figuring out, is it at any point in time, this van is about to just go, uh, no. Yeah. This mm-hmm. ain't happening. It starts fucking snowing. <laughs> oh, perfect. Shit. Perfect. So now you got the van loaded down. It's <laughs> running on seven cylinders. So on and so forth. And we fucking, we crest the hill. We made it to the top. Now we got to make our way down in the snow. <laughs> Dude, we fucking, we motor on down. We end up landing in Boulder. We get out. It's like 10 degrees. You know, it's frosty. And it's like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. We ain't doing shit. Yep. Time, to start, time to start drinking. Mm-hmm. So we made that happen. Try to find the next part uh, in there in that town. We couldn't find it. So it was like, now we're on this whole fucking tour. And we finish all the way to the last day with this fucking van running on seven cylinders, right? Wow. So we end up crashing out at Bird's, my bass player's uh, cousin's house. And they end up going doing something. We end up finding the fucking part. So me and Thundercat ripped the engine out or ripped the the dash apart to get to the, the where we needed to. We retapped the fucking spark plug, put in the spark plug, and we looked at each other, closed the fucking closed everything up, dude, and looked at each other like, you ready, dude? This is the fucking moment of truth. Oh. And fired right up, purrs like a fucking kitten. Nice. Never changed that spark plug to this day. <laughs> 
and it runs like a champ. <laughs> What's up, man? Ford Economy. Do. This is Ford like a raging endorsement. Three fifty, dude. So there I was like, go, then you heard all the Ford jokes, and I was like, I don't know, man. Yeah. That that thing got put through its paces. Then we ended up we we. We took the flat part home. We're like, we're coming down yeah. through Arizona. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. dude, dude. Much yeah. like a cowboy's horse, like a a band's van, dude, it becomes an extra member of the, it's of home. the van. Oh, it's, it's home. It's the person. Band, I mean, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. We had a green, like, family van that we took on every tour. Same thing. Yep, yep. You know, All sorts man. of issues, but we never got rid of it. Dude, and for the, I mean, f- when we parked in Boulder for the entire night, everyone's just, the van's off, but everyone's hearing Oh yeah, because yeah. it was ticking like a jackhammer, oh, dude, funny. for 15 hours straight, oh, man, yeah. or you know, however long, into Boulder. So not too wild of a story, but it was it was just one no, of those it's... enjoyable, like wow, man, it cool hit journey. The theme though, man, because we really kind of pulled the curtain back on like the other side of the music thing, where totally. you know, a hundred like three different times, and that's another one, man. It's like people don't know. It's like you just see the band on stage, and that's always the absolute cream of the cream. Right. The creme de la creme right there. Everything right. else can be sometimes a horrific struggle, <laughs> dude, straight up. Man. That's all part of the journey, too, man. Yeah. And that's the that's the cool part because mm-hmm. you got all these rad stories and, you know, and it's all fucking fuel to the fire, man. You know, goes into a song, goes into a sound. I remember having oh. similar drives. I mean, <laughs> all of us. That was pretty bad. But I remember having similar ones that you do that and you drive for fucking 20 hours through the snow, through yeah. the mountains, you're in a van, you're doing it, and then you get to the fucking bar, and there's like three people there, yeah. and you're like, fucking, we are here. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Yeah, and you put on a show of a lifetime. You, fucking, you still like, play your ass man. off, because you're like, you know what? I'm going to play my ass off, because I just sat in that van for 20 yep. hours, and I, I almost died three times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not yeah, about man. to miss the best part of the night, just because, yeah. you know, it sucked yeah. getting here. No, no that's no, what it's for. It's true. And they get, you know, they get the ride shows, and, and people are stoked to see you, and, and and at the same time, too, very fortunate and, and stoked because I've seen a lot of things through being able to travel that if, you know, if I did something different, I, I might not see some of those, you know, those places, you know? And 100%. Yep. That is one of the coolest things where you're with your buds, dude. You're cruising. You're going like, sometimes you're going, fuck, I don't know if we're going to make it. Totally. Sometimes you're going like, we're like, here. Somehow, <laughs> this is happening. Somehow you like always make it. Like somehow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a little that little extra. There's man. been so many times where I was just like, there's no way we're gonna fucking make this show. And right. then next thing you know, you're on stage and you're playing. And you're like, fucking, how did we make this? Blink of an eye. How did man. we make this happen? Yeah, yeah. But so I I had never known some of those places uh, existed until you drive through them and you go like, whoa, dude. Yeah, cell phone don't work here. You just got you and your buds. You roll up into. Mm-hmm into texas or colorado and it's like all you got is your friends yep. the guys you brought because you know them you're meeting making new friends you're experiencing and then at the same time you get to see the scenery like phew, dude evergreen colorado it's the best part of touring is oh just seeing God. everything it's beautiful it's just different. that place is yeah it's yeah, amazing just, it's yeah. insane <clears throat> and Red Rocks and oh, I know come you, on, dude. dude bucket yeah. list right there just whoo it's uh, it's it's something special and it's Did funny you play? Like, I didn't, I didn't, but when I got there the first time, um, I talked with, uh, I knew a band that was playing, and I, and the trip thing was like full circle, mm-hmm. so I got introduced to John Butler Trio, have you ever heard of those dudes? Oh, yeah, yeah. So one of my, you know, favorite guitar players, I'm like, man, like, I gotta see this guy, and he had this video, which was Red Rocks, live at Red Rocks, he played Oceans. And it's just this really great guitar instrumental that's happening. And I used to, like, just project on that video. I'm like, man, this is really cool. And I got to go to this fucking place. Mm -hmm. I got to see what this place is all about. First time I flew into Colorado, um, I went to visit my cousin. He had the first week off. The second week, he was like, here's the keys, dude. Like, go have fun. So I had my guitar, and I just went and started going to breweries and open mic nights. Just like showing up, playing stuff that I had, you know, written and, and introducing, you know, meeting people. And then the last day, the Saturday that I was there, I was flying out on Sunday, uh, Buddy's band was playing Red Rocks, dude. And they're like, hey, come, we got you a ticket, dude. We heard you're here. I'm like, no way. This is this is real. Perfect. Cool, man. So I get there. I think I'm just getting a general admission ticket. Next thing you know, I'm like, I'm on the side of the stage. And then just seeing the packed house, and you're like, whoa, dude. It's nuts. Yeah, it's Red nuts. Rocks what a perspective, man, and an experience. And spiritual, like, woo. Oh, that, yeah, there's no feeling th- like There's it. an atmosphere there. Yeah. There's there's an energy. There that's really just is. Like it's a special Incredible, place. man. Yeah. 
We get asked all the, in all so many interviews, like, "What's your favorite place to play?" And it's just every time you're like, "It's Red Rocks." Like, hands down, it's yeah. Red Rocks. You know, um, there is something really cool about that place, and like you said, like the perspective, you know, from the fans is amazing, but the perspective for the like the bands, the people on stage is is pretty amazing too, and the way that those the, the seats are set up, which are just they're not really seats, they're just a, yeah, benches natural. built into the fucking rock, and it goes pretty steep up. So at night when it's all you know, dark, and, and everyone has, has their phones out and stuff. It just looks like a wall of stars, yeah. pretty mm-hmm. much. That's yeah. what the fan, like the the people. It just looks like you're just in fucking outer space, and there's these huge red rocks, and there's stars everywhere, and there's really no way to match it. If you've never seen a concert at Red Rocks, I highly recommend to look up when your when your favorite band is playing Red Rocks and go see your favorite band at Red Lo- Rex Red Rocks yeah, and just it. have a fucking yeah, experience. enjoy that ride, man. Yeah. Whew. And on that note, you know that would make you feel good if you did uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> legendary you know, cut, man. This, you know that was a great show, dude. Red, thanks for coming, dude. Thank you for having me. Fucking you know, much always a pleasure talking to you, man. And uh, yeah. That's Feeling Good with Duddy. Thank you guys, as always, for stopping by. And uh, I hope after you listen to this, you feel a little better. And go check out Poor Man's Change. Poormanschange.com. Check it out. <laughs>